Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Somebody ought to say glory in the house. Glory. Hallelujah. To the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Thank the praise team for leading us in the worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are embarking on the last two sermons of this series. Amen. As we approach the scripture today, Psalms 27, verses 13 and 14. And it reads as such in our hearing. I would have lost heart. I would have despaired. I would have gave up. I, I would have threw in the towel. I would have committed suicide. Unless I had believed that I would cease the goodness. <laughs> I don't see it right now, but I know I'm going to see the goodness of God. Not in heaven, but in my living down here. Hallelujah. He said, therefore, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he said, strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Tell your neighbors that wait. God's not finished yet. Wait. It's coming. Wait. Now give God some praise. The thought I want to bring is water your seed of faith with your praise. Seed principle. There's a seed principle that we need to invoke, that we need to walk in, that we need to understand. Father, even now, give clarity of speech. Bring to mind that which you want me to speak. Let me just be your instrument of glory that you may be glorified, that you may exalt it. Give us understanding of your way, of your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Real faith can wait. 
Don't, don't show me how strong you are when you're not waiting on anything. It don't take faith once you have it. It takes faith when you're waiting on it and trouble is abound. <laughs> David don't write this in the palace. He writes this in the desert. And his situation defies what he's been told. But he has the ability in spite of his situation, in spite of his feelings, in spite of his fear, he is waiting on God to do what God has given him a glimpse of. The truth of the matter is, he don't even know how long he has to wait. But he's waiting. <laughs> my, my, my question is, 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 how do we fight through the doubt? Fight through the tears. Fight through the questions. Satan will talk to you in your way. Your emotions will talk to you in your weight. Ask Job, your friends will talk to you in your weight. That's that. Ask Joseph, your family will talk to you in your weight. That's Ask David, giants will arise. In your way. Matter of fact, the more you wait, the bigger your problem will get in the wait. Satan don't want you to get to where God's trying to take you. So you can expect him to throw everything and everybody at you to get into your head, to get into your thinking, because the battlefield of faith is in your mind. We, we, we have to have something bigger than our feelings to anchor our faith in. Waiting when it seems like God is not doing anything. Though you can't see him, it doesn't mean that God is inactive. Just because you can't see it with your natural eyes don't mean that God is not working things out in the spiritual realm. May I be honest with you? If God has promised it, it's already done. He's just preparing you and the people around you. Listen, listen, listen. Not only do God have to get you ready, he got to get the people ready 
for what he's about ready to do with you. Because remember, it's about his glory. So if he gets you there too soon, you might think it's about you when it's about him. If you can't handle the trouble, you can't handle the glory. If you can't withstand the heat of the pressure, then he can't trust you when he lifts you. Who told you you wouldn't have trouble? My Bible tells me he told us. But he said, be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. And if I have overcome what I'm going through, I will walk you through what you're going to go through. But you're going to go through. Then we have the nerves to get an attitude. Oh, I'm talking to us. <laughs> because we got the wrong perspective. We are self-willed, self-determined, selfish people that unless God breaks that, he can't greatly use us. He has a hammer and a chisel. <laughs> Creating us to be more like Jesus and less like us. Hear people all the time say, well, that's not me. Hold on, you don't know who you are. taking us step by step towards a predestination of glory that we can't see yet. It's not in your former experience. It's not in your, in your mental understanding. It's in your spirit. Don't let your past be your box that keep you stuck. Most of the stuff that happened to us in our past was Satan trying to make us get stuck. And God is trying to use it as fertilizer to take us higher. The more you chase him, the more trouble going to come your way. The next level got a bigger devil. <laughs> but if you trust God, he is stretching your faith. He is preparing you. He is molding you so he can get more glory through you. Talk to your neighbor and tell him it's not about you, Bo, boo. If it's a man, call him Bo. If it's a girl, call him <laughs> Boo, Bo, whatever. Is that about you? 
It's amazing how God makes your mistake of something good. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. My, my brothers, my brothers, my brothers, my sisters, we got to understand that, that neither can you be an active in your weight. If you have an expectation, if, if you have a, 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 a desire to get where God wants you to go, it, 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 you have to be actively involved in your waiting to keep your faith and your eyes looking at him. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, he, said, he, says, he says in the Amplified, he said, wait for, wait for and confidently expect. Confidently expect. Watch this. Not the promise, but the Lord. Do not look at the promise. You look at the promise maker. The promise is not going to keep you. It's the promise maker that's going to keep you. The promise is, a, is given to you to let you know that God has purpose and destiny for you. But it is not the promise you set your eyes on. It's the promise maker. If you put your eyes on the promise, you will become discouraged. But if you set your eyes on the promise maker, he'll keep giving you a little dab of this, a little dab of this to keep you encouraged. Everything about your life is about how you see your God. The greater you see him, the more he can use you. Your praise level ought to be growing. Your worship ought to be growing. How can you come out of all God has brought you through and not be a praiser? How can you still be too cute to raise your hands? How, how can you still be too cool not to open up your mouth? The more you've been through, the more you don't care what people think. I don't care if you don't understand my praise. You don't know what I've been through. Tell, tell, tell you that it's personal. It's personal. I'm sorry you don't have enough experience with him to get out of yourself, but that's for me. I have no other choice. Every farmer knows that in the planting of the seed, as God says in Genesis chapter 8, that there will be seed time and harvest time. That, that when the seed is in the ground, you don't keep digging it up. There's a process of waiting. But in the waiting, you are actively watering it, fertilizing it, and making sure that seed has everything it needs to prosper. Thank you, 
complaining kills the seed. Unbelief kills the seed. Bad attitude kills the seed. Acting any old way and think you're still going to get blessed kills the seed. The greater the promise, the more you keep your conduct in a certain way because you don't want to mess up your own blessing. God is not going to get you to your appointed place with you acting like a heathen. It's his name on you. It's his banner on you. It's about his glory on you. You are his representation. And if he can't trust you to be kind like him, to love like him, to show mercy like him, then why should he put you in a place of influence when your influence is going to be nasty? Come on. We, 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 we wouldn't put somebody in a place of, of authority that we can't trust. So why would God put us in a place of authority when, 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 when we don't have no authority, we act any old way? We are kingdom children, and he elevates us according to how we Learn to trust him. You have responsibility. We have accountability. We're going to stand before him one day and give account to what we did with the seed. Part of it is in the waiting. <laughs> James 5 and 7 and 8 says this. So be patient, brethren. Watch this. As you wait until the coming of the Lord or until the coming of the promise, see how the farmer waits expectantly. Watch this. For the precious harvest. He, he, he has an expectation that he's going to get more than what he planted. He has an expectation that he's going to get abundant crop. Did you know one grape seed in three years can produce like 15 to 20 pounds of grapes one seed. You know what the Bible used pomegranate? Pomegranate is on the high priest robe. It's a picture of it. It's a pomegranate and a bell. A pomegranate and a bell all across the bottom of his robe. The robe, the bell is, if he mess up in the Holy of Holies, he's going to die. So when you quit hearing the bell ringing, he's dead. All right, come on. So you got a rope around him 
that you pull him out because you can't go in and get him. Now, the pomegranate is the expectation of much seed so you can get much fruit because the pomegranate can contain within it up to 1,500 seeds. What it represents is God says, I want you to be fruitful. I want you to increase. But I have to be able to trust you as my children. You know what God is doing? He's making us decrease. So Christ through the Holy Spirit increase. You and I don't get to be what we want to be. Because it's the flesh that's what its own way. God is trying to bring out of us the seed of his spirit. He's trying to bring out of us what he created us to be. And David, in a way, he's looking at the kingdom, but he's looking at his destiny. And, and in this waiting process, he is being made through difficulty, through molding, through tears, through running, through danger, to depend and rely totally on him. Most of us are not surrendered. Most of us, is us doing it. Because we think we can do it. <laughs> it's only in the breaking he shows us we can't. Look at Psalms 37, 3 and 7. Watch this. He says, trust and lean on, rely on, and be confident in, in the Lord. And watch this. And do good. We do good when we want to. If I like you. If I feel good today. If I woke up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> but it's not that important. You know what I'm talking about? Attitude. Lend yourself upon him. And fret yourself not because of him that prospers. There are going to always be people who's not serving the Lord who apparently look like they're doing better than you. Trouble will hit your house and skip their house. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's think this out. The devil is now small g small God of this world. So, of course he's going to bless his people for a time because they're going to suffer with him in hell. <laughs> Hold on. So, he's going to try a 
with Jesus in heaven. Okay, you choose. But, 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 but our summons tells us that, wait a minute, though I'm in trouble temporarily, though I'm in the store temporarily, God has already given me a promise of what he's going to do in the land of the living. I don't see it. I don't understand it. I, it don't look like it. I don't like what I'm going through. But my God character is that he can't lie. God is sovereign. He knows everything. He can do whatever he wants to do. He's in control of everything. In fact, in my trouble, he got his hands on me. So what he wants me to do is act like I know who he is and praise him while I don't see nothing. You can't praise and complain at the same time. You can't worship and doubt at the same time. So when we make a decision to open up my mouth and speak of how great our God is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. It says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts and your thoughts. He said, he said, don't try to figure me out. Don't try to see what I'm doing. He said, he said, it will blow your, your mind can't even begin to comprehend what I'm doing. Oh, he, said, he said, just trust me. He says, he goes on to say, as, as, as the rain and snow come down from the heavens and return not there again. But it waters the earth, so it brings forth. Hold on, hold on. You know what he's saying? He said, just like in the natural world, I may rain beneath, I may rain in clouds above, and I let it rain on the seeds that's in the ground. You know, there were seeds in the ground before man started planting seeds. But I thought the first farmer was God. He planted the seeds and Adam did begin to give increase what God had planted. Hold on. The natural world is parallel to the spiritual world. Which means that there's some things that are planted in your life that God wants to bring out. But just like a farmer has to take care of the field, you have to take care of the seeds that's in your spirit. That's why it's so important that in the waiting, you thank God, you praise God. At some point, hold on, hold on. At some point, you quit asking because he has already said it. Once he said it, 
Now we believe it. David said, I believe. Talk to your neighbor, say, I believe. I believe. You ought to act like you believe. You ought to talk like you believe. You ought to pray like you believe. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't act like you. Why? I got some seeds in the ground. I got some seeds in the ground. I can't say anything. I can't do anything. Why? I have an expectation. Is there anybody in the house? Got some expectation. If you got some expectation, let me see you thank him. Let me see you praise him. Let me see you say hallelujah. Let me see you say thank you, Lord. I don't care how bad it gets. Don't go back and dig up your seeds. He says, he says, seek ye first. Listen, if he's first, then everything compared to him doesn't matter. Gonna suffer some loss. Gonna suffer some trials. Some folks that you thought was gonna go with you ain't coming with you. Folks that you thought had your back don't got your back. Ah! Folks that ought to be your cheerleader is talking behind your back. Family acting crazy. The dog acting crazy. The cat being crazy. There's one thing I know I can trust. There's one thing I know I can count on. No matter how much the wind blows, no matter how much the storm rain, set your eyes on the Lord. I believe, I have a confidence, I have an expectation. Therefore, thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord, because I believe what you say. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Listen, listen, you got to bless folks when they're doing better than you are. You got to bless your enemy. You know why? Because your blessing is in the... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Underneath the ground, if you keep on watering it and fertilizing it, you can't hear it in the natural, but sometimes you can hear it in the spirit. You can hear something go pop. What was that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, 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 know, I, I, know, I know I gotta get finished. But have you ever been praying and the weight of the prayer lifted? In the natural, 
nothing changed. But in the spirit, everything has changed. What you do, you don't go back and ask no more. You know what you do? Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Because what God is saying is done. You just got to wait till the manifestation time. But your blessing is on the way. So be steadfast, immovable. Praising him. Keep working. You know what? Folks would think you crazy because you keep on doing for the Lord and it seems like your situation hasn't changed. Be a farmer. Don't see nothing yet. But I believe I got a harvest coming. I believe God is up to something. Can't tell you exactly what or where, but in my spirit, my spirit is rejoicing because my spirit feels what my feelings don't feel. Hallelujah. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Hey, guess what? Harvest time is coming. Harvest time is coming. The Jewish people will have a celebration before harvest time. You know what God's trying to say? Don't wait till the battle over. Shout now. Shout now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. There's a war that Israel is about ready to fight. And God said, I want you to do put the praisers in front of the warriors. Proceed. Now naturally thinking, that don't sound right. But in the spirit, in the spirit, God says, act like it's already done causing me is already done. Act like you already got it. Start packing your bag. Start setting everything in order. Start making the plan. Start, start doing what you would do if you can see it. Just because you can't see it with your natural eyes don't mean God hasn't already done it. Israel, the walls of Jericho is so thick that they could ride chariots on top of it and pass by one another. Rahab lives in an apartment inside of the wall. They were talking about can't nobody, can't nobody. Israel, I want you to march. But don't say nothing, because if you start complaining, if you start being negative, you're going to forfeit what I want to do with you. So shut up. I can't even trust you to say something good. So shut up. 
because I'm up to something. March, seven days. Then on the seventh day, march seven times. And after you march, I want you to shout. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't shout like nothing's going to happen. I want you to get that belly shout. That shout, shout. That shout that you would do. Use your outside voice. And I want you to shout with everything you got. Now hold on, your shout is not gonna knock down the walls. But your faith in me for shouting the victory before you see it and the walls fell down. Somebody need to start shouting. Somebody needs to start praising. Somebody needs to start saying thank you. Somebody needs to say I love you. Somebody needs to act right. Somebody, somebody, somebody. He hasn't brought you this far to leave you. You have to trust the goodness of God concerning you. Not because of you. In spite of you. That's the amazing thing about his love. Not because of us. You can't work for this. It's a gift. Why don't you Unwrap your gift and see what God has for you. How I unwrap it, preacher. You start thanking him and praising him and believing him because you know his word is true. Those that may be listening, I hope you know Jesus. In the house, I pray that every one of you know Jesus. I believe that you, I hope you have accepted him as your savior. That you have said, Lord, I know you died for me. Forgive me of my sins. I know that you rose for me. Lord, I'm yours. Lord, I'm yours then there are levels of commitment that opens up deeper experiences. Some of you be reason why you don't have more or haven't experienced more because you don't believe more. You're not trusting him. You're not trusting him at his word. You're not trusting his goodness, his character, because you're allowing your past to dictate how high you can fly. God is an awesome God. My God is a mighty God. Now on the hill that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can imagine, all that we can ask for. We're either going to believe him big 
Father, I pray that you call that 400 number, that 5131 number, and somebody will call you back to minister to you. These ministers will be out here to talk to you. How big is your God? How amazing is your God? How great is your God? Father, even now, help us to see you greater. Help us to see you bigger. Help us to realize you love us. And you just want us to trust you. So touch, Lord. Everyone that hears my voice, Lord, your anointing, Lord, your presence, Lord, your touch, Lord, your presence on them, Lord, a revelation and illumination of who you are. Let us see you. Help us understand your way works because you are a promise keeper. Lord, even now, help us to trust you. Help us to water the seeds of the promise that you have given us, knowing that you are faithful to do exactly what you said you're going to do. Lord, thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we worship you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. See you next week. Love you. Thank God for you for, for, for coming and visiting us. Hallelujah. Love that he shows is unconditional.